Listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music, music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening, and I couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics—they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller. My shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions, and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions. I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. Every time I get a new record, I still hope. I still hope I'm opening the next Nirvana. So I hit play on the debut release from Temple of Thieves. And it grabbed me, yeah. And then, of course, I started paying attention to the lyrics, as I'm one to do. And they're not super uplifting, but there was something really intriguing. So I asked if Michael Rock would want to talk about them, and I am so glad he did. This was recorded on March 15th, 2013, via video Skype between Atlanta, Georgia, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. The, you know, I'm just—I want to go straight to the first track off the record with uh, "In the Garden, Collecting Souls." I, I thought there was a real darkness in this song, like the, like almost like there's a darkness in all of us that we've got a almost like we're living on the edge of it. Well, that one was kind of uh, you know, there's a couple tracks on this album that are a little bit uh, not so directly morbid, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of about. Um, death and the things coming to us, and and you know we really have to 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 watch our step and be cognizant of the things we do because our actions are going to catch up with us, type of things. And uh, that one in particular, um, you know, is one of those things. It's it's kind of a hey, death is here, and if you you know you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, it's it's going to get you prematurely. Hmm. That type of thing, and he's and he's walking around, you know, and, and and it's constant. You know, I've had I've had friends that have, you know, well, hell, you know, even this morning I talked to one of my friends who's hooked on this this addictive, you know, marijuana substitute mm-hmm. crap, okay. and you know, just people that have just done stupid stuff and they're gone. You know, they're gone now, and uh, it's just kind of it's it's kind of along that that road, and and um, you know that one that one in particular is actually my favorite track on this on the on the entire CD. Um, just because the way it flows, it's real mellow, and then it's and then it hits you, and yeah. then it's mellow again, and, and it's just uh, right. But, it has a but, great has a great build to it. Yeah, it's a good tune, man. Um, you know, it's just uh, you know those those lyrics in particular. Actually, most of them until about the very end were written in about you know three minute time span. Yeah. <laughs> right, just, right. You know, you sometimes you right. sit down and I just and you just start okay, I've got this thing, and, and the first line was there, and then all of a sudden. Bam! I just kept on writing, mm-hmm. and then and then I got stuck for a while because uh, the end of the song was kind of in limbo for us for a little while with the music and and uh, John Ellers and Chief and I went back and forth on on several things before we finally ended up with this with this piece at the very end that 
kind of was different from the rest of the song. And, uh, you know, once I heard that piece, you know, it was one of those things where I kept telling John, I was like, no, this, this isn't right. This piece of music is not right yet. It's not right yet. And, mm-hmm. and, and he gets real pissed off at me because he writes a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would go, no, this is not working for me. And he's like, God damn it, man. You got This is a great piece. Why doesn't it work? I'm like, it's just not working. I mean, we have been in just, you know, not, you know, not pissed off arguments, but just, you right. know, you know, creative, you know, disputes. And just, just, just like, oh, this is not working for me right now. You've got to fix this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and when he came back with that piece, and there's actually another one in another song that he did the same thing with, and I was just like, this is it. And I said, don't touch it, leave it. And I sat yeah. down and I wrote the last little piece of it in about five minutes and sent it back to him. And he goes, yes, wow. this is how it is. Wow. Well, um, actually, the last two lines of the uh, in the lyrics are the ones that I pulled out, was your darkness is the weakness that opens you to me and let go of the world and walk through the garden with me. So, Yeah pretty heavy stuff there dude for yeah for for three minute writing (laughs) yeah you know well it was it was the you know it was the pinnacle of the whole thing you know i'd sat there and i I wrote the wrote the entire first first what and the song's about six and some minutes long and i wrote the first you know 90 percent of it pretty quickly in that last minute i was like i I just don't hear what's finishing this song i don't Mm -hmm. hear what's bringing this to a close Mm -hmm. and finally he wrote that and, and i put right on top of it and it's like, all right, you know, this is this kind of sums up the hey, you know, he's here waiting for us. Do something that you're not supposed to be doing, or do something that's, you know, that you know is stupid. You do it anyway. You know, thus is you know mankind. We <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it, I can't tell you how many stupid things I've done that I've gotten away with right. that, that maybe I shouldn't have, and but you know, I'm still here, fortunately. But well, I mean, is that is that the frustrating part about having friends is when you see them going down the destructive path and you you want to help them you say something you do something and yet keep going down the same road yeah and and you know this this friend that i spoke of in particular earlier you know he's just and, and i and we we've said it i've got a clique of friends that we've had since high school and we say it over and over again he's just one of the brightest guys that i know he's just a complete dumbass <laughs> and I, i'm not even sure how that's possible but it is i mean he is it it works for him somehow and and uh, and he's done this over and over again with different things, and and yeah. you know he's just one of those guys. He's always been a good friend, but he's just man. It's just like, hey, what are you? You gotta, <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta stop. Yeah, you gotta stop at some point in time. And now, and now in particular, now he he got married not so long ago. He's got a little baby, and yeah. you know he's got a cute little kid. And it's just like, man, you have got to, right. you've got to relax at some point in time. Yeah, yeah. So. I guess I guess that's the thing that kills me is when is I don't know when to almost stop trying to help you know what i mean because i also need to take care of myself and you know that's just not that easy you know so not easy to be a friend all the time right no no it's not no it's not so but uh but yeah that is that is probably uh between that and uh and parasite are probably my two favorite tracks on the album right well i actually had big questions marks around the uh around the song reaping the next song on the record you know that song is is really probably not as complex as I don't you you may think. It's just I uh, there's a guy that I've I played music with for a long time that was a uh, and we were in and out of you know friendship and it's, the guy is just a great guy and and uh, but he he turned on you in a dime. I mean on a dime. The guy was just unreal and uh, and uh, you know if he ever hears this he'll probably know who he is. And <laughs> but um. You know, I, I played music with him for a lot of years, and, and it was it was constant in and out, in and out. And it's like, man, we we had so many knockdown, drag out arguments about 
you know, nothing. And then all of a sudden he would make it real personal. Well, I turn, it turns out that he was uh, bipolar. Oh. And, uh, and this isn't the first time I've had to deal with the bipolar disorder, but this is the first time I've had to, you know, deal with it to this extent. Right. And, uh, and, uh, you know, after I found that, you know, after I found that out, like I, you know, things, my feelings changed a little bit. I was like, you know, I, I really need to work harder to, to maintain friendship with this guy. Cause it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, you know, and he, you know, he got on, he got on the pills. I guess there's some, some, you know, they give you some pharmaceuticals for that. And, uh, and he actually made him a lot more stable to be honest with you. And, and eventually, you know, he got with a girl and she's one of these people don't take anything. The man's trying to kill you. And he got off of it again. And one day I was, you know, after about four or five years, I said, man, I just, I can't do it anymore. Right, right. I can't do it anymore. And I, I said, I'm just done. And you know, our arguments, especially when he, when he flipped, you know, he'd be real nice and, and, and you flip and, and, and he'd get real personal with his attacks on me right. as far as like wow. my family and my, you know, my, my wife and my kids and, and things like that. And just things that are just way uncalled for. It's like, how, what does this have anything to do with right. what we're arguing about? Nothing. Right. But it was just, right. you know, and, and one day I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm just done. I said, yeah. you're making my life more stressful. I'm, I'm walking away from you, period. Yeah. I, said, I, I said, good luck with your disorder. I can't deal with it. You know, whether that was the right thing to do or not or not, you know, is up for debate, but you know, it's just, you know, he had the choice to make himself better and he chose not to. And, and, you know, I, I just couldn't deal with it anymore, you know, and, you know, I certainly don't regret it. Yeah. I just think it's tough because I want to give people grace, but after a while, if, if, if they don't want to help themselves, then especially in this case where he decides he's going to stop taking whatever meds that would 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 put him in a more normal place more often. You got to go. Okay, no, you know what? <laughs> F- Frank's got to live. Michael's got to live, and and not be uh, sideswiped. Yeah, and, and and that was the you know that was the extent of the argument. It's like, why are you not taking these things? When you're taking these things, you're the coolest dude I know, man. <laughs> you're 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 laid back, and you're and you're a great musician, and we get along just fine. And then all of a sudden, wham! It's yeah. like, who the hell's this guy? Yeah, and and it just it just it just you know got too much for me and. One day, especially. Yeah, drugs are a weird thing. I mean, you were mentioning, like, uh, the dude that is addicted to the medical marijuana, what, replacement or whatever you said, substitute? Yeah, it's that spice that spice crap. You ever heard about that it? stuff? It's no, like, I haven't, it's I like haven't some kind of synthetic garbage that they're making. Man, really? kids, are, kids are keeling over left and right from that garbage. Seriously? Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, I do understand that we are sort of a chemistry box or whatever we are inside. And I do know that some, like him, the one dude's bipolar and he needs something to level that out. I totally understand that. But yeah, I think we're completely over pharmaceutical and I think we're over prescribed and all that stuff. But I, I don't know where the balance is. I guess we each have to find that, that balance, right? I mean, if, if it's, if you're bipolar, you need meds. And if you're not bipolar then you might not need, need meds, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, in one instance, in one instance, they're obviously bad for you. In the other instance, they're good for you. But it's it's your it's your conscious decision to do whichever you want to. And he made a conscious decision right. not to do it. And then, yeah. and my reaction to that was, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I can't I can't deal with you anymore. Um, we actually yeah. uh, wrote a song called uh, "Crutch," uh, one of the first uh, songs that John and I, actually John Chief and Flo, uh, did a demo and they gave it to me. And that was one of the first songs we wrote. It was called "Crutch," and it was about that very thing about being over pharmaceutical oh, yeah. and and the people telling you you can or can't and and it's ultimately your decision so um it's funny that it's funny that we come come around to that <laughs> yeah well you know i mean i've i've interviewed i mean i've interviewed a ton of guys and gals that have 
fought that, and it's... I mean, part of it is they just want to be normal, and I totally understand that, but somewhere, even if it's a friend like you that comes up to them and says, you need help, <laughs> you need help. Either which way, right? More, more different meds, no meds, no drugs, no whatever. Yeah, know. yoga, I don't care what the hell it is, you know, just <laughs> <Right>. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, it, and this, like I said, this went on for several years, and, and, and you know, yeah. I, I hate to make it sound like a you know, a, a boy-girl relationship, but we broke up several times, you know, me and this guy, I mean, you know, he's just a good friend of mine. And I basically told him, you know, go to hell several times. And he'd come back to me, man, I need help. I need you to stick with me and help me. And I'm like, man, I will, as long as you let me, you know, let me hang around. But the minute you push me away, it gets really hard. It gets really hard to do so. Well, I know, I know, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever gone into real depression, but I do know that when I'm teetering toward it, it's easy not to want to ever go back there, you know what I mean? So once you teeter, I think once you teeter over the edge, it's like, you don't, you don't, you have no real idea of what life could or should be like, you know, even, even when you're saying it right in front of his face, yeah. you know, so yeah. not, not to keep banging on this guy, just sort of all people like that. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's, anyway. he's certainly a good guy and I hold no grudges against him, but I just, just not for me anymore. I just couldn't deal with it. But, um, there's uh, actually the, the main line for the title of the CD, Passing Through the Zeros, is, is in that song. I saw that, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, it kind of refers to, you know, there was a line in there that said, your alternating values are a sign of misdirection. And, and I pulled a little bit from my geekdom as far as, you know. There you go. Uh, well, sine waves, sine waves I, you know, I'm an electrical engineer, and they, they alternate back and forth. And they go from plus one to minus one, being his highs and his lows. And on the way down, they pass through the zeros. Nice. And, and, that's, and that's, where that, that's actually where that comes from. And, uh, you know, I, I, when we were looking for, for titles to the album, you know, Chief immediately picked up and he says, this is what we should title it. And, and, and everybody's kind of like, okay, that works. Yeah, I, I, love, I love the word zero. I mean, maybe it's the connotation every which way because it can, it, can, it can mean great things and it can mean, you know, loser type things, you know. So. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Soul Inside, is that about, about friends losing connection? Is now me and kind of where I was sitting down with it. Yeah, me and actually me and another buddy of mine uh, that's in a you know that I mess around with now in another band and we're jamming and um, uh, by the name of Scott Baylord, uh, it's a bass player and he and I just started messing around with some stuff and can just just you know tune down one day to like drop B this this horrible really low drop tuning and none of my amplifiers or anything were set up for it so it sounded awful and uh, and. Um, you know, we just started playing around and came up with this simple riff, and it just and we just worked on it. And that that song is, is about vampires, plain and simple. <laughs> okay. I actually, I had just finished watching this Twilight movie, which by no means should I say go out and watch them because I did not really enjoy them. Right. But I wrote the song as, hey, this kind of reminds me this this whole feel of this tune kind of reminds me of something in in this you know in this movie, and it just you know it's just about it's just about watching your you know watching your the other, your significant other go down the drain as they're being turned. And and there's really not that much to that song. I mean, there's what like four lines in that song, six lines. Right, I know. Overly simple. (laughs) I'm always amazed at how many times people are inspired by vampires. I don't I don't know what our fascination with it is. Our our fascination with that whole macabre thing, you know, the the zombies and the vampires and the and the well, you know, I guess not so much the mummies. For a while there, it was the mummies, you know. Right. Um, yeah, the whole thing of, of being scared out of your wits. I mean, I, I I fall victim to it all the time. I love horror movies. Now, not 
not horror uh-huh. movies like gory, gory garbage, but you know things that that put me on edge and kind of make me go, oh man, I didn't see that coming. It's freaky. I mean, I can't watch horror movies because I'll get up and pace around my living room. You know, I just, I just yeah. the blood and everything, knowing that, oh man, I can't do all that garbage. But, but you know, no, the, the vampire stuff and the zombies. You know, we're we're big fans. Of a lot of those shows on TV. My wife and I, and we watch. You know, there's a few of them on TV. Yeah, I see, like Walking Dead. Yeah, I love Walking Dead. Well, that's filmed right here in Atlanta. I got a lot of buddies that are extras in that movie. Oh, seriously? <laughs> How come you haven't been yet, man? Yeah, I don't. In fact, uh, guy, we're going to his, uh, his studio here in a couple weeks. His his wife uh, was uh, is. I guess she's been on it several times as one of the zombies. Oh yeah, and uh, she was one of the one the main character. Uh, what's what's his name uh, with the crossbow? Uh, yeah. Anyway, they get that guy with the crossbow. He's he was jabbing her in the eye with an arrow one day, and she was telling us. Was, see that kind of stuff. I don't even want so, to see it yeah. anymore because I watch it and I kind of go. <laughs> I just figure that who's even thinking of these ideas must be sick. So yeah, it's, I think it's cool. You know, people that people that go to school for artwork and stuff like that and get to create that kind of stuff. It's just that's just got to be a dream come true, you know. That's that's like me. I would love to do music for a living and nothing but music, you know. When they get a, when they get a chance to do something big like that, they just jump on it and go, "Man, this is cool! Right, Look right. at all this blood I get to throw on uh, this thing and uh, rotting flesh." <laughs> We're definitely fascinated with them, and, and, and my wife and I are certainly certainly a part of the part of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's a super popular show, but I'm saying this is what a what a I don't know. What a guy I am! I, I can I can say that I used to close my eyes during um, Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. So from from that point on, I saw probably a few uh, Jason movies or uh, stuff like that, and I can went. I I just don't want to see somebody's pitchfork going through somebody's chest. You know, I just don't want to see it. So I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm not so big on it nowadays either. I, I remember when I was younger, though. You know, me and a bunch of guys would would always watch them, like these Faces of Death movies. Like these, they're just really yeah. really disturbing. Things that, that we used to watch all the time, and now I can't. I, can't, I just can't do it. I don't even want to see know, the trailer you, for Saw. Yeah, I don't. I saw the first Saw, and I loved it. And all the rest of them, I haven't been able to watch the whole thing. I've been like, I, like I said, I get up and I pace around my living yeah. room, or when I know something nasty's coming, I go up and get a drink or something. Because I'm right. like, oh, I don't want to see it. If they would give me the absolute, I mean, like a visual clue up in the right hand corner, something really, really bloody is about to happen. Please. <laughs> Please know, yeah. It, you know, <laughs> bathroom break sure time. Yeah, I'm sure if you're into the genre, you know, you know what the cues are. But I'm not there, so I, I, I can, now I just stay away from them. You know, I don't want to see them. So, yeah. So that's why that's so, why I play Zelda and uh, Mario still. Yeah, well, you know, most of the time, what's on in my team in my house now is uh, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Peppa Pig. Right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Thanks. <laughs> So it's I don't get we don't get to watch much until he goes to bed. So. Yeah, right. That that's good. That's good parenting because I know I literally know and I've, I've talked with. I guess I've heard I've I've been in movies that I know were inappropriate for three and four year olds, and I went, just because you want to see this movie does not mean bring them to the movie. Yeah. Now we uh, yeah, so. I was watching something one. In fact, it may have been The Walking Dead, and I was watching it, and he normally isn't paying attention to it, and then all of a sudden I was watching it, and I was you know just sucked into this this movie right. or this this TV show, and then I turned and looked at him, and he was completely pasted to the television, and something nasty was happening. And I was like, you know, he probably shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> right, right. And so that and that was right. that was well, a couple months ago, and I was like, yeah, we've been pretty good about it since then. Well, I was watching. Gosh, what was I watching the other night? Uh, s- something where. You know, they cut off somebody's arm, and there was a lot of blood, and I just... And literally, I'm eating popcorn watching this, and I'm going, 
I'm desensitized. Yeah. I have no problem eating popcorn and watching this guy's arm get cut off. No reaction whatsoever. Blood spurting all over, and I'm just chowing popcorn. I think I don't. I just don't know if that's what my soul really needs. So, <laughs> think I don't know what that means either. Right? Yeah. So. Still trying to figure out my own my own way to put my head on the pillow at night and feel good about life. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, loved uh, loved these lyrics in Umbilical. Um, feels like a thousand times that I lay here staring at the ceiling, speaking about laying in bed. Yeah, you know, that's... Trying to discover what it is that you need me. So, yeah, from there on. Yeah, the one, that's, you know, another one of those songs that... There's a couple There's a couple songs that uh, were, uh, you know, one of those things that got a little bit personal. And, and I, you know, I won't, won't go too deep into that one, but that's one of those things that... Uh, you know, especially when I was a kid, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, I had a lot of stepdads, and they weren't really around. And when they were, I wasn't. Uh, we weren't very, very friendly. Mm, and uh, sorry, man. You know, it, no, it's you know, it's one of those things that that just happens. But um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, just been been laying laying in the bedroom, you know, pondering. You know, as I'm grounded for like a year or something for something stupid. You know, who, who the hell knows what it was, but um, just just laying there, just staring. Just going, you know, what if I wasn't even here? Would you know? Would even care? You know, normal fifteen and sixteen year old, you know, you know, crap that that you know we all get over. Um, but occasionally there are the ones that don't, and they they act on it, and, yeah. and you know, it's and things don't always turn out so well. But um, um, I, I, I was not one of those those kids, but I uh, you know many 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 times thought about it, and I you know did the typical thing where you run away for a little while, and you realize that you know this sucks even worse. And then you go, you know, and you live with your other parents, and and you realize this sucks even worse. And so you you're trying to figure out which which is the lesser lesser of all evils, or in, and you end up you end up in whichever pit pit you choose. But you know that's just uh, just things get uncomfortable in certain situations, and, and uh, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. You you know. I guess I wonder how how that makes you a different dad now to be more present and all that stuff. I mean, do you you don't want to be that? You'd want to have your kid have the same life as you, right? No, and that's uh, that's actually something I, I think about quite often. And uh, and uh, it's funny uh, in this particular situ- situation on the CD. There's another song about uh, it's a little bit more more direct about uh, the same situation, but. Um, no, I, I think about it all the time, and, and I, I try to make sure that that uh, that I am going to be here, and and you know at the moment I'm doing a real good job of it, I think, and, and it's just you know making sure that, that I'm here for my little boy and I spend time with him, and and uh, you know things are going to get tougher as, as you know as he gets older, but uh, you know I'm you know there's uh, I'm certainly not like like any of those that I'm pointing fingers at, let's put right. it that way, and I've made a made a very conscious. Uh, decision to never become that way, and, and just to kind of stay a little bit more laid back, and just you know not get angry, you know. And the way to not get angry is to is to play a lot of golf and not get really pissed off when your score sucks because you just realize that it's you suck and it's just a game, <laughs> you know. But but it's just it's just you know it's, it's a similar thing. You just just stay calm. You know things will, things will work them you know work themselves themselves out and. and, and you know, just yeah. try to try to make sure that I 
I am not not that person that I'm writing songs about. <laughs> well, and maybe that's part of it too is, is writing songs about that stuff and and yeah, you're conjuring up junk, but maybe you're also purging junk, you know. So yeah, it's I mean that's that's one of the things. I mean, music is an art form, art forms a release. I mean, it's it's a way it's a way of getting that stuff out and out of your soul and and, and emptying it and leaving yeah. room for new stuff to fill it up. <laughs> well, you know, in the thing that I think when I became a dad was how could you and I'm not saying I have treated my kids good all the time I was not the perfect dad no way no how but there are times when I kind of look at people like I heard some woman today in a store go I am so sick you're bitching about this I mean and I'm in like a, a, a nick a craft store buying some leather stuff and I'm going like it was just so depressing because I could tell the, I could tell she was just a no fun mom, right? You know? Yeah. And I just go, I, I never did that to my kids in public, you know? And I never would. I'm not saying I didn't think it. Yeah, well, I've, yeah, like I said, I've, I've thought about trading mine in for a bunny rabbit at some point in time. <laughs> right. You know, he's, 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 he's like, man, you are killing me. You have got to stop whatever you're doing. Just cut it out. <laughs> you know? But, but you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I love him more than, more than anything. And it's, and it's funny because, you know, until he was about six or seven months old, and, you know, I think everybody kind of goes through this, I just... You know, he was just this thing, this thing that was there, and yeah, he was, you know, he was crapping and pissing and eating all all the food. <laughs> That's about all he was doing. It's like, you know, I'm like, and I turned to my wife and said, you know, he's really not much fun right now. <laughs> nice. You know, I said I hate to be honest, but he's not much fun right now at all. Right. And then you know, one day I'm feeding him and he just stops and pulls it away and just smiles at me, and I'm like, man, you can't do that. You're sucking me in. And and you know and ever since then you know it's when they start interacting with you and, and and you know calling you daddy and running to you and hugging you and, you know and although I hate it I like it when he cries when I drop him off at school because I know right. he loves me and he misses me it's just yeah. like you know I'll be back man I'll be back in a few hours yeah I I, um, I guess that's I guess that's when I learned what true unconditional love was because I I think my my kids could become mass murderers and I would still love them somehow you know I mean that sounds yeah. pretty morbid but <laughs> and I think about that too man because I think about you know the times that I was laying in that bed staring at the ceiling going you know I'm 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 ready to kill somebody you know and right. and you know it when you like I said when you're 15 16 17 years old I mean you're you're not the most stable person in the world right, yeah you know I mean right. little things set you off you're going through a lot of changes you're doing and man I I thought about taking a baseball bat you know and just I never did but you know, right, yeah. and actually, the only time anything ever really happened was um, I had a guy that uh, I bought a guitar with my own money, my first guitar. I remember. You know, oh wow! Was a uh, with your own money? Yeah, yeah, it was my own money, and, and you know that I worked on. I was mowing lawns or putting up fences or something one summer, and and uh, yeah. and uh, as punishment, he took it. He just took it. I don't know. I don't know what I did. I ate you know the wrong box of cereal or some crap like that. You know something stupid that set him off. Yeah, man. And um, and it's like, you know, for one, I'm 16 and growing like a weed. I'm gonna eat everything in the house, you know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so right. you can't get mad because I ate something, you know. Right. But you know, I remember when he took that, I was so mad, and and I, I yeah. and and he went and he hit it, and and I immediately, as soon as he went downstairs, just went and got it back. I, I and you know, there's just like, you know, I said, look, you can punish me and leave me in my room all you want to. I said, but you're not taking my stuff. I said, you know, I don't care. You, you know, take my TV. I don't, you take whatever. I said, the one thing you're not taking is you're not taking my, my tape deck, and you're not taking my tapes, and you're not taking my guitar. Yeah. So you can take everything else out of my room. I don't care. 
Man, there's still times when I wonder how we all make it through. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, you're just young and stupid, but, you know, yeah. you get you get through it. Yeah. So, uh, Parasite, you referred to it earlier? It's well, it's, it's once again, it's, it's a uh, kind of a... Uh, you know, end of the world situation. You know, it's it's sometimes you can see where where things are going. You know, especially you know, I hate to, to dive too deep into things, but you know, especially like in politics and people's the decisions that are being made nowadays. And it's just like, man, you know, every time I turn around, so, it seems to me like something else is is just leading us down the wrong path. And and eventually, you know, I'm going to wake up one morning, and, and if I wake up, and or and, and shit's just going to be gone. Things are just going to be different, you know. We're going to wake up one day and we're, you know, well, hell, you know, nuclear, nuclear blasts or, or whatever, and and and, and uh, yeah. you know, that's kind of where that where that line comes from. There, you know, I stare at the sun. We'll be here tomorrow. You know, I you wake up every day and look at it. Don't know if it's going to be here tomorrow or not. It's just and and yeah. for that, you know, for that very reason, I uh, and people may may call me ignorant, but I I refuse to watch the news. Um. I'm tired of, of hearing about it. You know, I'm, I'm just tired. I, I read the paper, you know, things, but, uh, you know, look at articles and, and I, I read a lot, but I just uh, I refuse to watch the news anymore. Well, I mean, there's the whole, if it bleeds, it leads. But I stopped watching the news after reading a book about how to get healthy. And one of the first things was stop watching the news. And they suggested doing it for like six weeks or something. But I got to tell you, that was like six years ago for me or longer, and I feel better for it. There's times when people say, "Did you hear about this?" and I didn't, and it's I don't think I'm any worse off from not yeah, no. hearing about something. I mean, I still hear the, about the the super tragedy things or what my wife will tell me, but for the most part, and maybe I'm ignorant. I got to tell you, I think I'm a happier, more joy filled person because of it. Well, that's kind of like the same thing, you know. Same thing with me. It's just I people do the same same thing. You know, I go to work. Did you hear about this and this and this? I'm like. No, I have no clue what you're talking about, man. Yeah. Don't you watch the news? No, no desire, no desire. All it's just doom and gloom and death and destruction, and I don't want to hear about it. I got enough yeah. crap going on in my life without having to worry about that. And my yeah. wife, she she can't she can't stand that stuff. You know, she doesn't even want to hear about the you know the Mayan the whole 2012 thing. You know, right? Yeah, right, right. You know, we all know that whoever was making the calendar just died and nobody picked it up. Right? It's just like, right. <laughs> like, right. you know, you got to be real about this kind of stuff and. And, and uh, you know, but she didn't want to hear about it. She didn't want to read about it. And she didn't want to hear anything on the news. She was totally freaked out when that day came around. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I said, it is what it is. If it happens, guess what? There's nothing, nothing that you're going to be able to do about it. Yeah. Not a damn thing. I'm telling you, Michael, I get most of my news from The Daily Show. And I, and I think because of that, I'm, I even like, I even like most news less because it's not real journalism. Sometimes you're just getting people yelling at each other on TV, and it's stupid. So, and and Daily Show points that kind of crap out, you know. Yeah, I like I like I like Daily yeah. Show. <laughs> well, and maybe that's what we're trying to do. I think in species is trying to get away from the negative. Some. Something. Um. No, species is actually it's uh species is more about it. There's a couple songs on here that are about relationships, and that one that one is you know is simply. Um, you know, being in a relationship with with a girl or a guy, you know, whichever may have it, and uh, and then it's just one day, just up and you know what the hell happened? You're, you're arguing at each other, and the next thing you know, you're 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 completely separated, and and you're just 
you know, you're almost in awe of like, man, you know, in particular, you know, I, I dated a girl one time for close to nine or 10 months and this very thing happened. We argued over something stupid and it was just like, you know, all of a sudden, boom, just over. Mm. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting there drinking a beer with my buddy one day going, what the, I, I don't even, I don't even know what just happened. Right. I, well, I'm looking at him going, do you know what just happened? He's like, no, dude, you're screwed. I don't. I don't even know. No, dude, you're screwed. It just happens so. Yeah, it just happens so fast. It's just like you know what. Uh, yeah, I mean that's and ev- and everybody goes through you know pretty you know volatile relationships every now and then. People have had them, and it's not really. Uh, it, and it's something that's. It's not like you know that 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 genre or or that uh, you know that song hasn't been sang before. You know, it's mm, uh, right. it's just one of those things where we we put our little twist on it. So does end of yeah. misery kind of kind of mesh with that? It does. End of misery is a uh, is about a, a girl that I knew that would not get out of a relationship, you know. And 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 I hear about this too, you know. Uh, there are women that are being they're being beat, and and uh, somehow their men still love them to death, and they are still in love with them, and mm. and uh, and I don't understand it at all. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't understand it. I and, you know whether it's for whether it's because they're scared to be alone or 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 some other reason I, I don't know each circumstance is different but there's no reason for for that there's no reason to stay yeah. in it so um the, Professional the song victims is kind of what i how i always think yeah about. and 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 the song is you know uh my miseries in love today you know is uh is one of the lyrics in that tune and, and I, I like that song man that's that's you know, I've listened. I've listened to the CD a bajillion times. I'm so tired of hearing it, but I, right. you know, I, you know, every once I pop in, you know, when it when it comes on through my iPod or something, I, I, uh, I, I pretty much go through to that one immediately. That's one of my favorite songs. It's just very dynamic and it's and it's an emotional feeling song. And it's, you know, I, I, I think it sticks out a little bit on the record because it's pretty much the only one that's like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just and and originally it started out. Uh, once again, because I had just—I don't know—I I watched some movie with Kathy Bates in it, and it reminded me uh, that Misery Man. That movie was creepy, and and, right, yeah. and, and you know, I, I, and I, it started out being about that. And the first line is, you know, as soon as I come to my senses, I'll find another way to to leave you, right. you know. And um, and then it just kind of went from there into something else. It's like, well, this reminds me of this situation, and I just started going, and and uh, and it turned into into what it is, but. Um, I, I just, I to this day, I just, I just don't understand it, and, and I, I, I hear about it all the time. And I'm just like, you know what? Just leave. Yeah, go I'm, somewhere else. I'm, there's always an alternative, and people, people think that there's not, and I don't understand why. There is always, always, always an alternative. Always. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm reading this book right now, and, and a lot of it is about uh, feeling worthy. And I think right now, right now, as I. St- stand here I think that is exactly the problem with me with everybody whether you feel worthy of love or you don't feel worthy of it and it breaks it gets down to rat for me right for that it gets down to that for me right now and I go how how can you not know that you are a lovable being you know instead of just getting the yeah getting the crap kicked out of you every other night you know it's just it's I think I think they get so dependent and so stuck and some people are just emotionally unable to separate themselves from the situation and it's like you know what you will be perfectly fine on your own just go out and try you gotta go out and try do it you'll be fine and yeah it's gonna be hard nothing's easy but you'll, you'll, you'll you'll get on your feet and you'll be fine and and somebody else will come along that that you know doesn't smack the crap out of you you know it's just yeah. it's, but, well again you can tell your friend that time and time again and after a while you go you know what I'm 
I'm afraid I'm wasting my breath, you know. So yeah, oh yeah, it certainly it certainly happened. Yeah, so yeah. and this is one of those situations where I ended up moving away and I didn't really uh, haven't really spoken yeah in a long time. So I, I I really don't know what happened to be honest with you. Yeah, honestly, dude, for me sometimes and I don't have friends in that situation in that kind of dire circumstances, but I don't know what else to do except sort of if I'm going to stop and meditate or pray, I can just throw them in there and think, well, God, if you're out there. Throw throw something over here because I don't need it right now, you know. So. Yeah, <laughs> throw some common yeah, sense over please. here, please. Just Little throw it in sense. her direction. That's right. I don't think I've ever asked for common sense, but uh, that's my own failing. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, I I wonder if uh, if Mr. Hicks is some of the stuff you're thinking of when uh, when when you were 15 years old on the pillow. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, that's that is actually a. Uh, and a you know a song. I actually we actually wrote three songs that were in order, and one of them didn't get on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chief didn't like it. It had a really cool part in it that I loved in it, but there were other parts in the song that just weren't working out very well. Right. And uh, and uh, and we may eventually you know put it on another record on the next one. And uh, because of, because the parts that are in it I really did like, and so they're definitely in storage. And we're gonna go back and start looking at them here when we start writing the next one. Um. But yeah, they're they're all very uh, intertwined and, and related, and and it was uh, you know umbilical. I think it was a song that got cut, then umbilical, then then Mr. Hicks yeah. because it was kind of a thing where where it, it it was happening, and then you know he's kind of in denial, and and uh, in the case of umbilical, you know you know there's there's a lot of uh, um, makes references to you know maybe slitting your wrist and ending your life and that right. kind of thing, and right. you know in this case it didn't happen and. And now, several years later, something very unfortunate happens to the individual, and and you're happy about it, <laughs> yeah. and and somewhere in the song, and it's not not really so much of a song as it is kind of just angry rantings. Yeah, right. And 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 somewhere in there, I go, well, you know, wait a second, you know, it, it, am I any better than this guy at times? And and right. Well, you might say that, but I think the line that I pulled out of that particular song is, you know, I have to be a better person than this. What is it? Psychophant- yeah. Psychophantic? <laughs> Psychophantic fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. And it starts with an S? It doesn't start with a P? It's it's basically it's basically a kiss ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah. it's that sort of a thing yeah, where yeah. when you are laying your head on the pillow and you're thinking all these things, you go, but I'm going to be different than this because the people who don't say that get sucked into the and wallow in it and and sometimes never never rear their head above you know water again. Yeah. Well, there's it's... You know, it's it's one of those things where you know I I, I had this dream, and that's where the song kind of came from. Is I had this dream that that you know that the guy was just dead. Um, oh hey, my dog. Oh, no problem. Speaking of my dog, this is Kelsey Grammer. Oh great, well we're getting close. Say, say hi, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I'm discovering you right now. Yes. Something greater. She yeah. So that she is what that song is about. Actually, <laughs> she pissed me off one day. Oh, so she's she's the greedy stupid yeah, animal. Yeah, she's a stupid animal that I wanted to strangle. Um. <laughs> But uh, um, you know, back to the other one. It's just one of those things where, where uh, she's you got to go, Kelsey, or don't. All right. Anyway, she's she's licking my guitars. <laughs> people ask me, she doesn't take them away from you. Yeah, people are like, why are all your black guitars all smudged? They're covered in dog <laughs> slobber. Um, yeah, you know, one of those things. I had a, I had a dream that he that he was just dead on the side of the road, and and I couldn't be any more ecstatic about it. And I was jumping for joy, and then all of a sudden I realized, you know, it's not very cool. 
I just, yeah. you know, this guy may have not been all bad his entire life, and but you know the the portions that I knew were were not, you know, he and I did not agree, and I want to make sure that I'm not like this again, and and yeah. you know, and uh, I mean that's 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 pretty much pretty much it. But that song is mostly just kind of like I said, just kind of pissed off rantings, right. and uh, right. My my goal is was always as a father, as I've been into music forever and ever, is that my kid would not write this song you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> mine too and, and and you know it's funny that you say that because end end of misery um the songs the uh my my wife she goes uh, she's listening to it one day she caught in the car and she goes this song's not about me is it <laughs> because it's like as soon as i come to my senses i'll find another way to leave you and she's like i hope this song's not about me i, was, I just started laughing i was like no this song's not about you I said, <laughs> I said i said you know what none of these songs on this album are about you if it makes you feel any better well they're not about her but they are about your dog <laughs> yeah so. there's one about my dog well um the dog you know i had another dog before so I, I love dogs and 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 i don't have i won't have multiple ones because this one drives me nuts um <laughs> But but I love her, man, and she loves me unconditionally. It's it's no matter what. Most dogs, you could come in drunk and beat the crap out of them, and the next morning they still look at you like you love. Now, I, not that I do that, right? But they would, wouldn't that. they? Yeah, but it, but you know, their dogs are dogs are really bizarre like that. They have this this uh, you know unfazing love and devotion to to you know whomever feeds them. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, she was just. I don't remember what she did. I got, we had a new bedroom set or something. The first time I've ever had a bedroom set that kind of matched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we got the house and I got all stuff. And, and the next morning, she chewed the crap out of one of the corners. Oh. And I was just like, oh, oh man, dude. I was so mad. I was so pissed. I was, I, mean, I was really pissed. I remember calling Anna at work. I said, I said, come say goodbye to this dog because I'm about to go take it to the pound. And and, she, and, and, and the more and the more I looked at her and the more I looked at her, she just was looking up at me like, you know, I love you. I was like, man. <laughs> I'm about to strangle you. Don't look at me like that. Right. And, and it's just, you know, but, but yeah, she is, she is the, the Kelsey grammar. She's uh and, it, and that song actually it started out about her and then it kind of got a little bit bigger. It was like, you know, well, look at me sitting here judging you. And, and then it got, and got into this God thing, pointing at us and, and that kind of stuff. And it just, it just went into a, a bigger, a bigger, larger realm, uh, so to speak. And, well, and I, and I love that kind of stuff, too, because if if I learn things from my dog, which I probably do more often than I want to admit, that I can actually love something yeah, because yeah. I just love and, something. And, and, you know, by by no means am I a, am I a religious person. Um, um, I yeah. mean, I'm not, a, you know, to get into the religious subject, I, I'm not an atheist. I'm just one of those people that's just like, you know, being an engineer, I'm like, okay, you know, I'll believe it when I see it type of thing, you know, and, and it's, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm not a spiritual person and it doesn't mean I'm not a good person, you know, it's just, but, but looking down at her and I was going, you know, this is, you know, if there was a God, this has got to be how he's looking down at us right now, you know, going, you, you little bastards, <laughs> you know, this is not what I created you for, you know, what are you doing? You know, right. you know, that type right. of thing, you know, why are you chewing on my headboard? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... Right. Well, I, I always wonder kind of if my dog is a test to me for that reason or if it's really God inside this dog going, you see, I still love you. You see, I still love you. You see, I still love you. You see, I always look at my dog and I wonder if it's like my dead grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as she's watching me like in the bathroom or something, it's like, 
all right, this is kind of creepy at right. moments, and then I kick her out. Get out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. But again, if they're sitting there wagging their tail, and I just saw a, a YouTube thing. It was one of these, like, this is why we love dogs. And this dog just flies out of the back of this pickup and just starts licking his, I assume, owner's face oh. for, like, 30 seconds. And just, like, it's just nuts. And it's hilarious, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's love, you know? And maybe it is because we feed them, and maybe it's just because they're teaching us yeah. that it's okay to love, no matter what. So Yeah, yeah I love her. I love her anyway. But, yeah, she's a pain in the ass. <laughs> So are you saying that, and I'm, I'm just jumping ahead a little bit, you're saying Bolt in the Chamber isn't from the idea of what you were you know, thinking about no, when we, you were 15 years old? This does, that didn't go in that trio. Yeah, no, we had a, um, I don't remember what the other song was originally titled. We've got a demo sitting somewhere. But Bolt in the Chamber is actually was kind of a last-minute thing, and, and, and it differs from the rest of the CD drastically. And, and yeah, right. And yeah. that's uh, that's John. John Ellers. Uh, John Ellers is super talented. He's our guitar player, and he's just and he's and he's really really into what he's doing, and and um, and he's very articulate about everything. I mean, the, you know, the guys. Like I said, we've had some real creative knockout, you know, knockout uh, yep. fights, and and uh, he uh, he gets into this. He he started getting into a lot of the computer. Type of stuff. I mean, there's the all everything on that is pretty much computer. I think, and then and then Chief came maybe put a bass line on it, and then and then guitar, all the drums and all that other stuff, all computer stuff, and 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 uh, he did this as kind of an experimental thing, you know, and it was fairly last minute because we had a bunch of other songs that were sitting around that we wanted to put on the CD, but I just I was just really having, you know, I listened to them and I loved them and I was getting into the music, but I was having I was having trouble just kind of finding the right stuff to put to the song. I was like, you know, I just this isn't going to make it out in time for the CD. I said, you know, and it may, and they're really good songs. So what they're, like I said, they're maybe going to the second CD, but, but, yeah. uh, and he was a little, he was very disappointed that some of those didn't make it on. So he actually took a piece of one of them and then rewrote it completely, just turned it on its head and then put it to the thing and said, do this. And, and that actually sparked a little bit of something. And, and, and then he came over as we were tracking the CD and as we were mixing it down here at Sonica studios in Atlanta and, and, uh, we were here for for several days. We're in and out for several months doing that. But he was here one night. We were finishing it up, and he goes, "Let's just finish writing this song." And and so we sat here and did it. And and that that is that is just kind of simply a concept. And we we wrote it. Uh, there's no emotional you know attachment to that song at all. That's something is like, hey, you know what? This riff is just badass. Let's put it let's put it in here and and let's uh mm. you know let's write this you know. Like I said, we came up with a couple lines and said, hey, this kind of leads me to kind of last man on earth type thing. And once again, we go into this uh, this stuff about vampires and zombies and things of that nature. So, you know, this is one of these, hey, this is the last guy on earth and, and, and this, these are his thoughts and this is what's happening as he's, as he's you know, trudging out into these hordes of masses of things. You know, so that one was really kind of yeah. written with... Uh, well, actually, with some kind of commercial thoughts in mind, you know, as far as maybe maybe mm-hmm. sticking it in a you know a movie or something here and there, and just um, mm, yeah. So yeah. it's but it but it is it's it, it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot less emotional and 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 uh, and figurative than any of the other stuff on the on the CD. It's just something that that John right. and I pretty much he had the words or he had the uh, all the all the the music, and we arranged it a little bit that night and sat down here and and drank some beer and just. Just sat and quiet for hours, going. This line sucks. <laughs> he goes, "Well, how about this line?" I'm like, 
no, that line sucks. <laughs> you know, just one of these things where, we, where that was pretty much the only one um, on the CD that, that that I collaborated with anybody to do any of the lyrics on. Um, yeah. And well, do you ever? Um, I know you said you don't consider yourself a great lyricist, but do you, I mean, do you feel responsible somehow for the lyrics that you put out there? Because some, you know, when I hear songs like this or and, and go through these lyrics, I kind of go, "Man, if somebody's teetering on the edge, would they? W- would this put them over the edge for that fifteen-year-old laying in bed? You know what I mean by that?" So I just, where do you come down in that sort of world? As far as taking responsibility for how somebody interprets what I'm saying. I mean, you know, yeah, I guess. I mean, just think of yourself as a 15-year-old. That's all I'm thinking is when you're when you want to grab a baseball bat and it's like, I want to end your freaking suffering here because you're really my suffering, you know? So, I mean, no, not, no, no, no. Not trying to bust anybody's balls because I totally believe that that music is a conduit to to release anger and 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 frustration, but sometimes I kind of go, "Wow, dude, I will end you with this bullet in the chamber." Yeah, you know, so, yeah. the same thing can be said about any other form of of art, you know, as far as you know, TV you. And, and any other kind of media that's out there. I mean, it's it's all up to interpretation, sure. and it's all up to the person, and every circumstance is different. And, and you know, is that to say that, that somebody will listen to it and go, hey, you know, this has pushed me over the edge? I mean, I don't know, man, you know. I, I certainly can't take. I'm certainly not going to be responsible for what somebody else thinks. Well, you know, sure, a la a la Tipper Gore. Yeah, right. You know, but but you know, it's 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 like I said, it's I, I'm not trying to push them in one direction or the right. other. You know, it's you know, it's not like you know, I'm listening to this album and you play it backwards. It tells me to go <laughs> go kill my neighbor's cat. You know, right. For one, good luck doing that on a CD because last time I checked, you can't spin it backwards <laughs> right. and say anything. But. Um, but you know, it's it's you know, I grew up listening to man a ton of stuff. You know, I I had you know the Scorpions and ACDC and you know Metallica and and and, and all these all these Iron Maiden right. and Dio and and you know Ozzy and all these things that that man they have certainly had fingers pointed at them for this same right. kind of kind of stuff, right. right? And it's and 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 some of their lyrical content has been much more suspect, and it's just like you know. It, you know, there's circular arguments to be made around this whole yeah. thing, but you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's just I didn't put it out there for that reason. I put it out there um, for one because it's you know it's an outlet for us. Um, you know, John John's put his heart and soul into a lot of the guitar work, and 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 that's where he releases it. And and you know, I released it into some of the vocals and all the ideas that we've got for the songs, and it's just uh, you know they they turned out great. And how somebody how somebody wants to use them is, is really up to them. Mm. You know, it's, it's meant to, you know, Hey, this is a good song. You know, I, you know, when I listen to music, I like you put on headphones or I'm sitting here in my room, I just kind of lay back and I listen, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm not in my car, you know, if I'm on a car, I'm, you know, driving down the road, jamming, mm-hmm. um, you know, look down and see that I'm doing 85 and a 60. Right. It's like, Oh crap. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm religious with the cruise control for that very reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, it's but, same here. I love cruise control, but, um, you know, it's 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 been said it's been done a bunch of times so i just you know that whole that whole thing is a little bit is a little bit weird and and, and to be honest with you um mostly i thought that that kind of stuff has been subject to really like heavy metal and black you know black metal where where they have obvious satanic things going on and some of those right. guys may be like that you know i you know right. i i don't know any of them you know we have to ask chief chief and john were in nile and which is definitely and hell flows in cryptopsy so 
um, which and they're super heavy, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, I personally don't, don't enjoy that type of music, but, it, but it, there's some parts of it that are rocking and those guys are all great musicians, but the, you know, where the lyricist is going with those, those type of things, you know, who knows, they're into a lot of dark stuff. Those guys are in, you know, in some, some deeper places than I have been possibly. And it's, uh, you know, that's their own outlet. But right. I, I certainly yeah. hope nobody, I certainly hope nobody goes off and slits their wrist because, you know, that's yeah. not good. That's not good, but yeah, but it, but I, I you know I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame it on on the music. And if somebody comes at me and says, "Oh, well, your music did it," I'm gonna be like, "You know what? Maybe your right. parenting did it." You know, right. you know, good luck, yeah. good luck, point. You know, good luck with yeah. that one. And, well, I mean, if we all lived in the middle of the of, of warm and fuzzy world, then we would we would write very benign and boring things, right? You know, so yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just one of those things where I just every once in a while it just comes out of my mouth. It's like. I I, ju- I just I heard an interview with uh, Dustin Hoffman and he said that he was in one movie where he used a gun and he s- decided he was never going to use a gun again because he'd never had a use for a gun in his life so he decided to do that and I thought that's just an interesting decision that he made you know so I mean somewhere down the road I want to I want to be constructive for life and not destructive and while this still may be a constructive song for somebody, because, I mean, I could take it as just trying to kill something inside of myself that I don't want to exist anymore, whether it's addiction or whatever, right? But that's why just once in a while it comes out of my mouth, well, do you ever feel responsible for that kind of stuff when you're writing it like you wouldn't sing about, you know, fill in blank. So that's all I was, that's all I was kind of going toward, dude. No, no, wasn't trying to. Well, you know, there's certainly not a, there's certainly not a whole lot of happy, cheery songs on the album. Right. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, there, there's not, you know, go out and let's, you know, let's let's buy a bunch of balloons and eat cake type stuff. Right. You know, but it's, you know, it's just, right. it's more, it's more connects with just things that have gone on in our lives, you know, in my life or, or, and, and you know, right. most of them happen to be, you know, I mean, they're fairly negative situations um, that. You know, that just happened to be what come, what came out. You know, I just... Uh, well, actually, you know, seriously, when I was going through the lyrics, because I really... I just thought there was something special and something in the grooves in the song. So that's the first thing that sucked me in. And then I'm still a lyrics guy at the end of the day, right? So, and I decided... Because I wondered, because, yeah, there's some darkness going on through this record. And I thought, are you struggling with it? Are you trying to purge it? Are you just trying to bring light to the darkness? So I thought, let me talk to you. And I mean... You don't seem like a dark guy, you know? No, I, like I said, a lot of that stuff is, you know, we, we all go through segments in our life that are different right. and we transition from one to the other and we all do it in different ways. But, you know, it's, it's, I've had those moments and, and, you know, you, 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 you move on. I mean, you just move on. You get, you get on with it in, in one way or another and, and you, you look back at it and go, you know, that, that really kind of sucked, but you know, here, here I am now, you know? Yeah. And, and things are good. Right. I mean, I'm certainly not an unhappy person. Yeah. So it's just, it's just looking back and reflecting, and, and like you said, probably mostly just mostly just purging. Well, um, we did jump over the one song, "Pull Me Under," which again, I like the song a lot, but that always to me was almost the darkest thing on the record. It is and that uh, that song was about the uh, the Susan Smith thing in Union, South Carolina, that happened a long time ago, where she killed her oh, little yeah. killed her kids yeah. and like and. And, and once again, it was something that, that grew to something a little bit more than that. But it started out, you know, kind of talking about that situation and talking about, you know, the the evils that exist already. It's like, you know, why, why feel the need to add to add to it? There's just there's so much garbage in the world already. And it's just now right. we're just going to keep throwing, just adding on the pile. Eventually the pile's going to get so big that we won't be able to stand the stench. 
Yeah. And, uh, right. you know, it's that is actually probably, even though I do like a lot of the lyrics on that song, I mean, it's, it's, it is, well, I guess, uh, I guess I, I kind of refer to them as, as, uh, you know, um, not situational, but more of a, you know, just a, a subject matter that we wrote about. Yeah. And, right. and it's not, it's not, it's not overly personal in any way. It's just yep. a, a thing that, that came out and, and, and I don't know, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's John, maybe this is all John's fault because all his <laughs> guitar stuff just leads me down this path and I'm going right. to, I'm going to have to start telling him to write happier stuff. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I was thinking, you know, when you talked about being a spiritual guy and that's, I would think how I would kind of describe myself, but how, how do you keep the darkness at bay, which is kind of a weird question, you know, but, but we have to, because I think it's, it's either out there or it's inside of us or it's wherever, but it's, I always think it's sort of lurking around the corner, you know? Well, it, it is. And, 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 you know, I used to have a really seriously bad temper and, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that as, as I've grown up, I just realized it's just not, it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. You know, you, you vent, you vent in other ways. I mean, every once in a while I go off, go off the deep end a little bit and, you know, just get a little pissed off, but it, but you know, it's just, it just it's just a complete waste of time as far as I'm right. concerned. Yeah, it's destructive. And yeah, right. Yeah, a complete waste of time and I've just I'm just grown tired of it. I'm tired of <laughs> tired of it. So, you know, but that's but that stuff is still there. I mean, there's stuff that's been there from, you know, the last 30 something years that is just there and, and right. it's not it's not going away and and uh you know, a lot of it stems from from a few a few small uh few or a few short times in my life that just wasn't very good and and you know i never i never got into the down and dirty things that a lot of people did you know i've i've never been an alcoholic i've, I've never been addicted to drugs i've never been uh you know it's it's not one of those types of things it's just more of a of a personal relationship level with people and things that have happened with my life in my life yeah. um but you know for me to to keep it out is is you know it's become fairly simple you know i just look at it i i have pictures of my little boy everywhere you know, you know, in my phone and in my office and in here and of my wife and pictures of my guitars, I like my guitars, hmm. you know, it just, no, I don't carry around pictures of my guitars, but you know, <laughs> just carry around the guitars. I'm like, look, look at all my kids. You know. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, it just, it just, I just, I just don't think about it. You know, I don't think yeah. about it at all. I just, it's just gone. It's, it's in the past. It's just one yeah. of those things. That I just don't, I don't dwell on it. Now, how, how do I avoid dwelling on it? Like I said, I don't drink. I don't drink that much. You know, I enjoy beer. I'm a huge beer fan, but I don't. Uh, I don't overly drink. And if you ask my wife, every time I drink, I do. Dwell, I do get back to these things. Really and interesting. If, yeah, and I'm terrible. I'm such a. I'm such a weenie, man. I'll start crying if I. I don't. I'll get. I'll. I'll just get. I'll get pissed drunk and just start crying. And she'll be like, "What's wrong?" I'll be like, "Oh, I remember this and this." And she, I'm just like, "Oh God, they've got me on video." And I'm like, "Man, if you ever show that to anybody, I'm gonna kill you." Um, <laughs> You know, and so and so those very reasons. I mean, those are really the only times that even open the door for any right. of that type of stuff. And it's just right. I, I just pretty much avoid it. Yeah, you know, I think when I get most mad now, it's and you talked about golf, and but that's when I get pissed. It's like I don't know why. It's like I don't know if I expect more out of myself. I'm not a professional golfer. I never will be. But it's like I just blow a nut. And it's like yeah. and no, at nobody except for why did I do that? You know? So. Yeah, I I just. Uh, uh, in fact, I was, you know, um, last time I went golfing was a buddy of mine. He gets, he gets down on himself too. And I'm just like, you know what, who cares? 
It's like there's no mon- there's no money on the line. You know what? I've got our score here, but we can rip it up. It doesn't really matter. It's just exactly. a nice day. We're out here. The, the the one thing that we're out here for is to hit those couple of them that just kind of go, you know, that just that just whiz off the club and that are perfect. You know, you hit a yeah. hundred shots right. or ninety shots or eighty shots or however many you hit that whole day. But right. there's a couple of them yeah. that are just really good. It's like you know. Yeah. Just out here with your friends, and yeah, you know, I, I just I don't let it. Every once in a while, it creeps in a little bit with the golf because yeah. you're just like, man. Especially when your expectations get high. That's the thing. Right. You have high expectations. You know, I don't play that often. I'm not that good. I have yeah. low expectations. Yeah, I I just remember when I uh, and God, it's probably ten years ago. So I am I am way better. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not an angry guy anyway, right? And I never had to deal with as much stuff as I mm-hmm. think you dealt with from what you said, but. I know I hit a couple of three or four bad shots, and finally I just threw out the F-bomb at the top of my lungs. I look back, and there's a guy golfing with his, like, six-year-old son. Oh, yeah, yeah, I literally, I picked up my clubs and went, I'm out of here. I just thought it was so inappropriate. <laughs> I, could, I was embarrassed for myself. I was embarrassed to be with the guys. I mean, I mean, it's a golf shot. I don't care if it was the 17th golf shot on that hole. I don't need to do that to the guy, the, the guy and his kid, you know, so. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's funny, but uh, the, the song called Mr. Hicks, uh, you know, is, is about a person in particular, and and I haven't seen him in a long time. And last yeah. time I actually saw him, we were fighting, and there was blood involved, and I, I you know, I have a scar on my chin from it, and and uh, really, wow. and uh, you know, things just weren't weren't well. And mm-hmm. uh, and while we were in the studio mixing that song, I got a a, a thing on Facebook from him, a friend wow. request, and it just wow. it blew my mind. I was like, wow, I'm just yeah. like no. No way did this just happen. I was like, this song, I mean, we're mixing this song about me hating this guy and, right. and I'm getting this Facebook request from him. And it's just one of those things that just goes back to, you know, people change. But, yeah. you know, I I I accepted it, but I haven't talked to the guy. And, and I don't, yeah. I, I'm still debating on whether I'm ever going to talk, talk to right. the guy, you know, but it's just, yeah, right. you know, it was just one of those things that I was just sitting there staring at the phone for a good 30 minutes going, no I, I'm just in awe that this just happened to me. This is really, really bizarre. And really weird timing. Wow. So I'm, I'm sure Kelsey Grammer had something to do with it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this time, and i i hope I hope so much for this record because, again, it's one of those things that I put it in my. I mean, right now it's just on my phone, and I go for a bike ride or something, and it just it just makes me pedal faster. You know, it makes me makes me want to feel more alive so you need some cruise control on your bike (laughs) trust me i've I've got brakes i don't go too fast anymore but it's one of those things that i just there's something in there man i i I, you know it's one of those things when you can't describe it i think it's a good thing so well no well i you know i think uh i wish john was here that and he could hear it because he 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 called me and wants to know how things go and i'll certainly you know send that off to him because you know we put a lot of time into this and we're you know we're glad that 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 you like it and we hope uh we hope a lot more people pick it up and and, you know, and, you know, listen to it, you know, because this is something we want to do. You know, it's it's, uh, you know, like I said, we all kind of have jobs and, uh, yep. and this is a thing that we've put on the back burner for so long. And we're just we're ready to just yeah, yeah. go. We're ready to go. So if this thing picks up any steam at all, I mean, you're going to see us. You know, we're going to be touring and we'll be doing some other stuff. So uh, for right now, we're just we're, we're, we're kind of in a yep. wait mode for the yep. time being. We're we're practicing and, and getting cool. things together. But, yeah, man, I've just had uh, I've, j- I've just had it. I've just had it plowing into my ears so i appreciate it so thanks for the work and thanks for this time i really appreciate it yeah yeah no absolutely it was good it's a good deal and uh thank you very much this is very cool
Seems like such a stand-up guy. Just the idea of wanting to live better always, always, makes me listen in more intently. I hope nothing but greatness for Michael Rock and this band, Temple of Thieves. I'm glad to know that they totally rock on purpose. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks. Questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper.